What's up, you guys? It's Idealist here, and you're listening to Idealist Sex and Answers. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to episode 13, 14. Oh my goodness, we are moving on up. Um, anyways, today I am recording for you guys a jam-packed episode on all things manifest and forgive me if I have to look up some information while I talk to you guys because it has just been insane. (laughs) Um, I honestly just got up an hour ago and I haven't eaten yet. Um, kind of debating on if I should even do the dishes or put the clothes away first or put the clothes away first and then do the dishes, you know? So I decided to say, Hey, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to record because tomorrow is Friday and nobody wants to get up super early and record on release day. (laughs) Um, this week I haven't been prioritizing prioritizing, (laughs) prioritizing my time correctly or wisely. Um, I actually have therapy now to do in my schedule and that's twice a week. And these weeks are just flying on by, um, because I'll have a therapy session and my therapy session is only for an hour at max 30 minutes. Um, my wrist is getting good, if that makes sense. <laughs> um, it's healing perfectly. It's actually healed already. The bone is fused, so that's great. I am still in pain, so if I hit my hand accidentally or somebody bumps into me or hits my hand, it obviously still hurts. It's fragile, but um, my bones are fused, so that's great. It's really... I think the pain is honestly just coming from just moving it now and exercising it, doing therapy. Uh, Therapy has definitely helped. Um, Also, I am going to get into Manifest. I realize how I just transitioned into that. But I just wanted to update you guys on my wrist situation. Um, My scar slash wound is healed perfectly. Um, I do have a scar, but I do use cocoa butter. Um, I don't have a lotion with me, I'm pretty sure. My husband took it to the car for whatever reason. But, um, it's cocoa butter. They come in, like, little small round jars now instead of, like, the pump bottles, which I enjoyed. But now I enjoy the little circular round ones. Or even the bottle where you have to just squirt instead of pump. It doesn't really matter. But anyways, so I use that for my hands. I use any lotion that I have near me, honestly. Um, But I also use my vitamin E. Is it vitamin E? Yeah, vitamin E oil on my scar. So the scar is actually like healing in itself. So pretty soon you won't even know that I had surgery. And I'm actually loving it. And um, I'm actually okay. Like, I've accepted the fact that I've had surgery. And that there is a metal staple in my hand slash wrist because I needed it. And I've accepted the fact that um, I'll have a scar forever. If the vitamin E oil and cocoa butter doesn't help take it away. Um, but it's doing wonders. Therapy is definitely helping. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, Snapchat, or Twitter, um, you'll see that, uh, every therapy session, as soon as I walk in, I'm seated down in this chair with my arms stuck in this Velcro sleeve type of thing and my hand and my arm basically just go inside this contraption type thing and there's sand inside and the sand is cold until turned on and 
once it's turned on it'll the sand will start blowing everywhere and then the heat does what it does comes from where it comes from all in itself and it heats up the sand as the sand's flying some sand is sitting some sand is not and my job slash goal is to move my hand back and forth like I am this is the only way I can make sense of it uh and I apologize for anyone who doesn't like sex or whatever but anyways so the only way I can describe this hand motion is my hand okay is sitting flat down palm down and the sand is flying around and my goal is to move my try to move my hand slash wrist different ways just so I can loosen up the tension the heat can loosen up the tissue and all that other great stuff so the hand motion is picture like you grabbing a breast (laughs) a woman's boob or even okay because I you know I'm still awakening after like an hour um yeah so even like grabbing a woman's breast or even essentially just going to grab a watermelon or a cantaloupe uh in the market you know that hand motion of like okay here we go that's that's what I'm doing so I'm going to grab it and I'm bringing all my fingers in to make a fist and then I'm releasing you know to make my hands as wide as possible and then eventually once because I think I'm only there for like 15 minutes they can honestly take me out sooner so I enjoy the heat honestly as long as I can and um, I'm always there for like 15 20 minutes so I enjoy it but and then I try to like turn my hand side to side and it's just all these different exercises and motions so yeah that is the update on my wrist surgery Um, As far as working goes, my wrist surgery definitely took me out of work for a long ass time. (laughs) I was planning on working by Halloween time and Thanksgiving is literally next week. (laughs) So yeah, I am hoping to start working literally by the 1st of December. It's unfortunate, but it's, you know, it's just super late. It wasn't in my plans. My brother's birthday's coming up. My mom's birthday's coming up. My birthday's coming up. And, you know, I'm going to be going on a girl's trip one day. And sometime next year, I have to go on a birthday trip with my friend for her birthday. Um, I don't have to, but I want to. And I want 2023 to be my year of like, listen, you're traveling. This is the year for you. You've been down in the rut. You've had shit thrown at you. You've had to learn lessons over and over again. You've had to set boundaries. And 2022 was just a hard, hard, hard year for me. And I did not expect that. Um, 2022, my goal was to just like be happy, you know, obviously continue to grieve, but like work on that. But then what I realized was, like, I changed mentally and I had no idea. And I think I had no idea because I wasn't focused on myself. And I wasn't trying to think about myself. I was just, like, I don't want to say disgusted with myself, but just not happy with myself, I guess. Or just upset with myself that I wasn't where I should be like I'm 26 going to be 27 and you know I just put myself down and I was constantly thinking like look you're in a rut right now you shouldn't really travel until like five years from now but you know I definitely need wow I can't even talk now I definitely need a vacation um just to refocus and re-motivate myself um they don't have to be extra long because the girl's on a budget clearly um but yeah so I'm hoping to get back to work I've been doing interviews um I was I did recently had an interview for a front desk job which I was set on taking but then I was told that they don't have insurance and that I have insurance right now and that currently pays for my therapy sessions So the fact that winter is coming, winter is here, basically, 
I don't want to switch insurances and I don't want to have to pay my own insurance and it's just going to be a bit much and I don't want to be in a bigger hole than what I am now. So I'm sticking with the insurance I have. The next job I take has to have insurance and it has to have, you know, what I want, what I'm willing to accept as far as payment or hire, but... Uh, for the most part, it has to come with insurance. I will not take a job as far as right now that does not have insurance. So, um, there are two jobs that I have applied for that are in the works. So I'm just waiting to hear back from really both of them. Um, there is a job fair slash interviews session that's happening this coming Monday, which is the 21st. So with that, um, I'm not working or doing anything. I don't have therapy, so that will consume my time for like a whole two hours. And then we'll go from there. I applied to them once. It's been almost a year, so we'll see if they'll, you know, apply. And I just got to make sure that I pass this drug test that I know that they have. And then after that, you know, I know that I'm set to have insurance with that job. This other job, I really rather take over the hospital job because it's a remote job and winter is coming. And then that way it's less gas for me and my husband to spend and, you know, just go on with that. Like, I'd rather him just use the car and me be home remotely because I don't like driving in the snow. And granted, I'm only driving to one location and then driving back, but anything can happen between that. And my anxiety of being in two car accidents in two different seasons within a year has changed me forever. So I'm amazed that I still even drive, but I am terrified currently to drive in this type of weather. So if nobody is driving me to and from, I'll Uber and what I've even considered now is like if I do take this hospital job like I would want an Uber but then I I wouldn't Uber because it's just going to be more expensive but I wouldn't mind having to just drive in the snow because I'm not too far from my husband or myself now if I take that remote job it's a remote job so I'm home for the winter and All I have to do is worry about my husband getting to work safely. Um, It's crazy because he was in both accidents with me and he's perfectly sane. He's perfectly fine. He does have some anxiety when it comes to certain things. So um, I think I just trust him more and he obviously trusts himself um, to do it. But I'm not just, you know, not worried about him. I'm obviously always worried about him. But he just trusts himself and I trust him to do it. So I figured, you know, but the hospital is paying, this is a little rant session, by the way, because the hospital is definitely paying $2 extra than the remote job, but the remote job is home and I wouldn't have to go anywhere. Yeah, I would be in one spot. I wouldn't be able to leave the house. I wouldn't, I don't think I would have a break really because I'm home. And if I do have a break, it probably wouldn't be paid which I guess is fine, honestly. And then I would get off literally 30 minutes after he gets off of work. And by the time he gets home, I should be like ready to get off. So yeah, let let me, you know what I'm saying? Like this is a rant session for me right now because I haven't talked about this and this is the decision that I'm currently with. Um, I'm not sure how the insurance works with the remote position. I have worked with this company before, but it was not remote. And it's off. It's a new office as well, because the office I worked with, they apparently shut down, which I had no idea about. Um, but then I kind of figured, because where that location was, there's just those same type of companies there but just different names so I don't know but um the thing about 
the remote job as well is that I would have to do paid training, which is great. And they said one to two weeks, so I'm keeping it at two weeks. That just sounds legit because they have a lot to teach you. But um, one to two weeks paid training, which is not bad. I would have the same schedule as the training that I would that position if I got hired on. Um, the paid training is on site. That's the only thing. So I would have to drive all the way to the next city over to even uh, do that. So we shall see. But let me know what you guys think. Follow me on Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook, whatever. Follow me on the Dallas Facts and Answers Facebook page. Um, if you have been peeping the Dallas Facts and Answers Facebook page, um, I haven't been posting on there recently because I haven't been recording. I haven't been talking about anything. And I've low-key had like a depressive state moment where I just didn't want to do anything. I didn't know what to talk about and yada, yada, yada. But I do now. <laughs> so I'm going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about a review I got. And then we're going to close the episode out with all things manifest and if we have to talk about all things manifest again next week on black friday that is totally fine with me and we'll talk deals black friday um i will find them i'm sure you will find them let me know what you find and i'll share them and we'll do a live episode maybe so you have to follow me on instagram at idalis weems <laughs> um yeah because that's how i kept it i dallas weems i-d-a-l-i-s-w-e-e-m-s and snapchat is at i dallas Ooh, actually let me check that because i believe i believe no actually my snapchat i kept it my snapchat name is at otcia baby 96 which is my middle name. So it's O-T-T-I-S-S-A-B-A-B-Y-96. Who checked me out? Amanda. Okay. Um, that's my Snapchat. My Twitter is at Idalis underscore Logan. That is my married name. Facebook is at Idalis Logan. And... I don't know if I'm missing anything else, but anything else you can find on social media. I'm telling you, just search for it and you'll find it because um, I'm usually always posting it. But you do have to do a little searching yourself. Um, oh, I love when people get engaged and married or they take like pregnancy photos. It makes me feel so happy. Um, <laughs> sorry. So we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to talk about a review I got on one of my episodes. We're going to talk all things manifest and so on. But I have to go because I'm pretty sure Anthony's going to call me. And yeah, so let's take a quick break. All right, you guys, welcome back. Welcome back. So, I want to just hop into it and read the review that I got from a listener on one of my podcast episodes, I believe three weeks back now. And um, I really enjoyed her review. I loved it. It made me super happy. It made me feel wholesome and warm. And I can't wait to put out more episodes like this for you guys. Um, And shout out to you, Leah, for listening and asking the question. And... I can't wait to do more of these and it gives me great ideas and motivation to keep on doing my podcast. So this is, this is exciting. (laughs) Um, But yeah, thank you, Leah, for your review. And here's what she has said. Um, I haven't gotten to reach out sooner than I would have liked, but I listened to your episode where you answered my question and I legit started to cry. Your vulnerability. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Your vulnerability was incredible and what you shared was shocking, but I can only imagine how many other people can relate. 
I truly think it would be dope to dedicate an episode specifically that topic to that topic and going in even more in depth. That was powerful, Idalis. I'm very proud of you and so happy you have your husband supporting you and not making you feel bad for the change. So that is the review. I enjoyed it. I actually posted it on um, Instagram when she gave it to me. I was not expecting a review that night. I did not ask her to review it. Um, but, you know, she did give me the conversation starter question and I went for it and I answered it. So I'm happy that she listened and she gave me her feedback and whatnot. Um, I did post it on Instagram, so make sure you go follow me on Instagram at Dallas Weems because otherwise you will not get updated anywhere else, um, in that special way. So, yeah, um... Yeah, it made me super happy to see that review, and I was like, oh my goodness, I can't wait to get more of these. Um, whether it's from her, or whether it's from my mom, <laughs> or somebody who I did not expect to be listening. So, um, thank you again for the the review. I definitely, definitely, um, I'm talking too fast, and I apologize, but I definitely plan to plan an episode out for that and go more in depth like she said and speak more into it um I do want to say that my husband is very 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 supportive in me and what I do um and he's also like my rock really he's my comfort blanket he's my he's my anxiety blanket like I don't know there's just things that I can call him that he's just very very helpful on um there are times where he to me he doesn't it doesn't seem helpful in that moment um but he's definitely very helpful very supportive and he just he listens when he don't listen he listens. <laughs> um, and I say that because, like, when I think he's not listening, he actually is listening. Um, but he he very much so listens to me. And he actually called me out. Um, you have to go back. I'm not going to speak on it now. I'll speak on it on this planned episode. But if you don't know, um, the podcast episode is what is one thing that has changed once you got married or something like that or one one thing you realized that has changed once you got married something along those lines go look for the episode and um I speak about it and he's just very supportive he actually figured it out I don't want to say figured it out before me like I I know myself but he sensed it you know and then I I'm a dream girl so I have dreams on dreams that I can tell you about that like I remember that I don't quite remember but this is what sticks out to me in my dream um I dream a lot not as much as I used to but I have my moments where I just have dreams back to back to back and a lot of the times they're recurring dreams and sometimes they're dreams that are recurring but they're being continued so um my husband has definitely not figured it out, like I said, but I guess you could say he's the first one to figure it out. I don't think anyone else in my family know this. Um, yeah, I don't think anyone else knows. And if they do, they don't care enough to like bring it up and they don't care. Okay, there is one cousin who knows, but I don't think she cares to remember. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I just, you know, my family's pretty cool and chill on that. Like, as long as you got your own shit and you're working, like, we don't, we don't really give a fuck. (laughs) Um, so, yeah, that's, um, that's that, you know, he was never gonna make me feel bad about the change. I think the change has always been there. It's just... Um, and this is to Leah too, to get deeper, but I'll get deeper into it as well. But this, he didn't, 
it's not that he was going to make me feel bad for the change. I think he figured it out himself or he's seen something within me. Like I said, I'm a dream girl. So like there have been dreams that I've had that I've told him about that he's like, hmm, I think, and I'm just like, it's not that I'm going to sit here and deny it. It's just, I don't feel like I need to express it. Um, I love who I love and that's just that. And yeah, but he wasn't going to make me feel bad for it. I know I'm repeating myself, but he just wants me to be happy and he wants me to be open and not feel like I'm not being myself. He knows that I come from a family where I was shielded and protected and cuddled so much and so hard that like I wasn't myself. Like I had to grow up and mature before a lot of my cousins um, and my siblings. So it's it's just very different. And I think he just wants me to be happy. And he kind of sounds so bad, but he, I mean, really, what guy doesn't enjoy it, you know? And if they're not going to tell that to their wife, they'll tell it to somebody else. And I think no matter how traditional your marriage is, if a guy is into that, he's into that. And that's just that. Um, but yeah, I'll go into more depth, um, with that because I'm, I'm really, 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 really going to enjoy that episode. So I think that'll be next Friday's episode. So stay tuned. I know it's Thanksgiving and Black Friday. So even if you don't listen, make sure you listen on Saturday, Sunday, um, or even on time or not on time. (laughs) Yes. Listen on time Friday at noon, but no, um, Even if you listen on Friday when you have downtime and you have your food and you know you're about to take a nap and you realize like, hey, this is a really good episode and she's just talking and she's going to help me put to sleep. She's going to help put me to sleep and she's just going to do her and I'm going to do me because I enjoyed this plate of food. Oh, guys, I cannot believe next Thursday is Thanksgiving already. November flew by. I feel like it just started three days ago. And I it's kind of like it flew by so fast that it's I feel like it's not the right time for Thanksgiving. Like give us two more weeks and we'll all be mentally prepared at this point. Like this is what I'm doing. I have everything down packed and nothing's changing. Um but yeah. <laughs> That's that. Um, anyways, we're going to take a neck. I'm going to edit this out. We're going to take a quick break. <laughs> and we're going to talk manifest. So stay tuned. Also, I'm going to read the plots of manifest episodes 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, and 9, and 10. That will definitely be continued two weeks from today as well um because it's just manifest and manifest part two of season four will not be released until sometime in 2023 so I have more than enough time to go over it with you if you haven't seen it yet watch it um if you haven't seen season four yet part one go watch it. Get caught up. You don't want to be left behind. It's part two. I feel it in my bones. It's going to come out sooner than later. We're all going to binge watch the rest of part two and we're going to be like, damn, I missed Manifest. And now we're all left to re-binge everything we literally just watched. So that is why we're going to just continue this Manifest talk over the next um, two weeks. Um, But yeah, just want to let you know, I have it up on my phone It's going to take me a little minute to get back and forth to talk to you guys what I want to talk to you guys about. As far as what I'm saying, I'm using my phone, so I do apologize if I take a little longer. But anyways, let's take a quick break and we're going to talk all things manifest. (sighs) 
All right, you guys, let's put our thinking hats on and let's discuss Manifest Season 4, Part 1. I do want to clarify, I'm not one of those fans that go geeked out and peep everything or realize everything, research everything. I'm definitely not that type, but I definitely go along and I help out when I can. Wow. That was very strange. What does that mean? Wow. Okay. (laughs) So, I'm sorry, you guys, but as I sit here and record with you, everything has been going great. And all of a sudden, I believe my, I'm in my living room recording, talking to you guys on my phone. And I believe because Anthony has not taken out the ACs yet, or because we've opened up a window here and there, that the windows aren't fully closed. But here's the thing. I have been sitting in this living room for two hours now. In the same spot. I have my blanket. Yeah, it's cold out here. The heat is on. And I've explained this numerous times. We have big windows, no curtains. And like I said, chances are the windows aren't fully closed. Okay. So I'm sitting here the whole time. It was, I was warm, you know, just a bit. My blanket's not fully covering me. I don't have socks on. And I apologize because I was definitely getting into manifest. But I just had this weird moment and I'm having it again, which definitely leads me to believe that there's a window open. Yeah, so listen carefully. If anybody is into the whole paranormal thing, please listen to this audio pretty carefully. As soon as I started to talk about like what I'm into and like how I don't do the whole research thing, I just got this real cold gust of air out of nowhere like it hit my arm and then it went from like my leg down to like my foot it was super weird and then it happened again like a minute later and then it happened again recently (laughs) so like I'm pretty sure it's just a window but like let me know because that gust of air did not happen at all in the two hours that I've been sitting here and okay maybe I was covered by the blanket and didn't feel it but like I'm just so confused. You know, and I'm saying paranormal people listen to this audio because like I'm using a recorder, a recorder, a handheld device that records things and people and whatnot. So it's like somebody could be talking. And if you hear this with your human ears, you have to let me know because I don't think I'm going to go back and edit anything out. Um, yeah, but that was super weird. I just got a super cold gush of cold air. Like, I was outside cold. Oh my goodness. Anyways, back to Manifest. I do apologize for that little snippet. I'm so hungry to you guys. I'm debating on whether I should make pancakes or if I should make me a tiny, tiny bowl of the farina that I have left. Um... I really don't like pancakes, especially made by me. I prefer them made by somebody else. And even still, I prefer waffles over pancakes. Anyways, (laughs) manifest. So I do want to clarify, I am not the type of person to research and get all into it. I am the type of person to help you out, help out when my part is needed, when I feel like I can be of use to you. So to clarify, this is going to be me reading you plot the plot episodes and whatever else that jogs my memory of what I've watched I don't have internet right now to use my laptop to use a double screen and make it easier for myself so I'm just going to read to you guys and go off of memory of what I do remember so spoiler alerts all around so sorry you should leave this episode now unless you don't care for spoilers and you're gonna watch it anyway great for you but um 
here we go. Season four, episode one, synopsis. While investigating a calling, Michaela finds a mysterious stowaway. Ben clings tightly to his beliefs. Cal comes out of hiding to pursue a lead. Now, you guys, I have to say this. I don't remember them showing me the cow in season three that they used in season four. I don't remember. But seeing him again throughout season four, it vaguely jogs my memory of seeing him at the end of season three. And let me tell you, I was upset. I remember being upset. And I was just like, how dare you change this little boy and manifest the cutest little boy ever. Now, all of a sudden, season two, season three, he comes out of woodworks and he's just a bigger kid now. And it's just like, whoa, what the heck? And then all of a sudden, like, he just changes. I am living for how they changed up his story into the fact of, like, why he is the way he is and, like, basically looks the way he looks. I'm here for that story. But even still, um... I was sad and I definitely got over it because Cal is a cow. Honestly, we need a cow. Um, but yeah, I was upset. Um, season four, episode one. And I was just like, this is not the same cow and I'm not here for it. You definitely get over it because the episodes are just so good. You kind of see the resemblance of Cal and like, even though Cal is fictional, but it's weird how you see the, you see the resemblance of the both different male actors in their facial features and just how they bring Cal to life. I think that's just why it's like, oh, okay, I get it. And like, I'm just over it in that sense of like, I'm not mad anymore. <laughs> it's sad, but I'm not mad about it anymore. Um, yeah. Okay. That is a thing because I was definitely sad about that. Okay, so plot. A year and a half before the death date, the Stones, especially Ben, we love a Ben, are still struggling to get over their grief. Cal, now using a fake ID and is using the name Gabriel, is keeping a low profile as the world thinks he disappeared the same way as Eden. Michaela keeps getting a calling with cherry blossoms, which leads her to Henry Kim, the prisoner who had been declared dead by the Singaporean government, but managed to escape in a cargo ship where Michaela found him. Woo! That was a handful to read. So, Cal using a fake ID, that's obvious. Um, Gabriel, don't know if I care for the name Gabriel, per se. They they basically called him Gabe most of the time, which I'm here for, oddly enough. Um, But hey, a name is a name. Um, No diss to any Gabriels out there. I know a Gabriel, or used to know a Gabriel. So, yeah, no shade. It's just... Yeah, we'll move on with that. Um, yes, so Eden disappearing, um, which is Cal slash Gabriel's younger baby sister. Um, I forgot that she disappeared. I did not expect that um, intro of season four, episode one of introducing Eden and Angela all over again. Um, that was insane. And the little girl they have playing Eden is just adorable oh my goodness oh my goodness oh my goodness okay Michaela keeps getting a calling with cherry blossoms we all love a cherry blossom if anyone thinks of blossom you think of Cheryl Blossom from Riverdale I'm not the only one (laughs) um which leads to Henry Kim yes the prisoner who had been declared dead by the Singaporean government turns out he's not dead and Michaela found him in a cargo ship where she managed to help him escape they eventually took him back and um they were coming after her and him but she eventually got him back and then they try to take him back um again and it they succeeded because cal needed to see him and uh yeah they uh they really tortured this man like that man henry kim has been through a lot okay Moving on, when Michaela is able to rescue Henry Kim, she brings him to Sanvi and Vance, both operating under the radars radars of the government after the murder of Grace. Oh, rest in peace, Grace. I thought she was going to make it. That's so frustrating. 
Oh my goodness. That was so frustrating. I really thought she was going to make it. Um, Henry keeps repeating about a box and a bow. Sorry, a box and a boy, which they later, later discover is about Cal receiving the 828's plane's black box, located in the same container as Henry was. When Cal and Michaela go to find it, Cal takes initiative to find the black box in the container. When he gets a calling of where to look for it, when they come back, Cal, Cal smiles and tells her how happy he is to Michaela for finally getting a calling after so long, giving him a new meaning. Yeah, so apparently Cal had lost his callings for a while, and nobody was sure of why. They assumed, like, he was clear. He didn't have to worry about the death date. You know, his cancer was gone. Woohoo! And turns out the black box is no longer a black box. It's a red box, but they call it the black box because that's what it was and was used for a plane. Um, so they found this black box, and... <laughs> Um, they've been dissecting it all this time. They found some sapphire in it. Um, Cal exactly was excited because he got his callings back, which I get it. You know, it was with him as a little kid. Now he's growing up. His feelings are different, whatever. I enjoy Manifest so bad, you guys. I couldn't even tell you. Um, while Ben, Ben, before we even go into Ben. This look of season four for plenty of episodes, probably even like halfway through of Ben, was insane. I was so mad that they had him in this costume for so long. I was like, listen, like I've never looked at my husband and was just like, look, you have to shave that off. Like, then again, my husband doesn't grow hair like that. But it was just the fact of like, looking at Ben, I was just like, look, I don't want to see your face like this you need to shave off all the hair you look ridiculous and I mean I understood definitely understood your baby <laughs> went missing for two whole years she's now two she clearly looks different you don't know what she looks like you know she's alive and then you have to also essentially grieve your son by putting a missing person's photo of your daughter over your son at the same time I get it heartbreaking sad um but yeah once eventually he got out of that it was like okay like when are you shaving it off and then once he shaved it off I was like yes finally there's the Ben I know and I love and I grew even more attracted to <laughs> um let's see where did I stop Right, Ben. While Ben, who's been in denial with the callings, get even more depressed after Jared gives him the death certificate, legally declaring Eden as dead. But the calling keeps coming back, and he follows it in hope of finding his missing daughter. You guys, that was so sad. And I was just like, listen, Jared, I know you're doing it because you're basically family at this point. You're a family friend, really. But, like, don't do this. Like, that was so heartbreaking. And I get it. Better him than anybody else. But, um, it was fucked up. And I'm glad Ben didn't believe that. And he kept following his gut and his, and his callings, to be honest. Because, like, there was just no way that was the end of Eden's story. There was no way. Also, seeing the... F what is it? The... Uh, foreshadowing? Not really foreshadowing. The... What's the other word? Flashback. Yes. Seeing the flashback of Angela and Eden basically getting ready to jump off the bridge with Eden was insane. I'm glad she didn't. And um, I kind of feel like it was inevitable that Eden would get the callings. There's no way that she wouldn't have. Um, just because everything's always all connected and that is the key term and manifest it's all connected and let's be real I want to say this now I want to be the first to say this I don't know about you guys but definitely for me once I see manifest I was super excited I told everyone I knew yo go watch manifest you don't want to be missing it yeah it's only one season but trust me they're gonna have more and I was right. Four seasons is not enough, but you get what you get. But I remember telling people, especially I was telling myself first, like, hey, 
manifest in certain words. Like, it's all connected. And them just trying to figure things out. Like, I knew by the end of season two of Manifest that Manifest isn't just a show. I knew that once Manifest season two ended, there were a lot more people around me saying it's all connected about different things that was not even related to Manifest or the topics of Manifest. But guess what? The bigger picture was there were certain things that connected to not manifest itself the tv show but like things that are being discussed and manifest connected in male in real life for me in that sense of like something in the sense of like okay we're talking about aliens for example and manifest mentioned aliens and this is what's going on and now this is what the real life government of the united states of america is saying about aliens that's what i mean so like coincidence but not coincidence um but i try to tell a lot of people and i keep saying that to this day, like, it's all connected when it's based on certain things, and people are like, really? Really? And it's like, yeah, because it's all connected. Once you wake up and realize that a lot of the shit we talk about is all connected, like, you'll be good, and you'll be, you know, on your way. Also, Jared is so fine. Like, I forget what else he played in. He played in a lot of other great things, but, um, he's just so fine. (laughs) Um, but the calling keeps coming back. Okay. Cal, who is helping Anna to resolve her calling, the same one as Ben's, keeps going back and forward between Ben and Michaela, both struggling with their own callings. When Ben finally decides to follow his calling in hopes of finding Eden, he meets with Anna in a cemetery, the place where her drawings later showed to be Eden's were shown. Both of them find a child crying for help for their father who was injured in a river. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, Ben found a son and his father out by, like, this water place where he was looking for Eden because he think it's, he's, think, he's thinking Eden is there. Turns out it's not Eden and he, Ben is having a calling telling him that Eden is calling him daddy 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 I'm here I'm here come find me when in reality the little boy is like help me help me help me I'm here my dad's there help my dad you know so then Anna basically gets Ben out of his calling by calling his name and Ben wakes up essentially realizes that it's not Eden and it's some weird little boy he saves the boy first well, he obviously saves the boy first because he was having a calling, thinking it was Eden. He was seeing Eden. Um, he hands the boy over to Anna, and then he saves the guy. The guy winds up living, and all is well and done. Turns out Anna was the one holding Angelina and Eden for, like, a year and a half. And Angelina was living with someone else prior for the other year. Um, which turned out to be her mom who banished her the first time when Angela stole Eden. So it was kind of shocking to see. And I can't believe, I mean, Anna, when she died, she kind of deserved to die. I didn't want her to die in that moment because it wasn't necessary. But you definitely deserve to die after you were holding my daughter for a whole year. Like, you got to know her, you got to meet her, you know, she likes, you know, she doesn't like you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a whole year that I get, didn't get to see. That's a whole year you're looking at my daughter's face knowing that that's, wow, that's Grace. Wow, that's Ben all the way. Like, oh, I couldn't believe Anna did that. That was insane. When Cal returns, returns the plane's black box to Sanvi in Vance, Sanvi discovers that a new dec- recording was put alongside the original recordings, which we discover it's Bill Daly, the 828 pilot who dis- disappeared in contrails who was calling for help when he was seen for a few seconds before eureka's plane vanished in mayday part two which i'm assuming they're going to talk about in part two so we will not discuss that also 
not much to go on. At home, the Stone family is trying to help Ben in his grief, but he refuses to let go of Eden. Burning the death certificate in a fireplace, that was bold of him to do. Uh, after that, Anna is shown in her house with a rain of ashes and is revealed to have been helping Angelina and Eden by harboring them. And when Anna tells Angelina about her help with Ben and solving her calling, which we discover it was actually Eden's, Angelina says it's time to go. So yeah, um, that first episode was crazy. Anna Anna decides to tell Angelina, like, hey, so these callings that Eden is having, Ben has been having too, so maybe they're connected in some way. And um, I did help him to solve his calling, and it should be over. And Angelina is just like, okay, well, it's time to go because we've been here for a year. He's too close. He's been here. Um, And if she's having a calling, like, they're going to get closer together, which Angelina was right. So they all wind up leaving. Um, I like these. So um, I want to do some more research on this site of Manifest. And I'm going to continue with episodes two to four next Friday. And it's going to go a lot more smoother and easier than this. And we'll be able to get it all down and packed. Um, Sorry, I'm getting distracted now because I'm trying to make sure the website is saved. Anyways, you guys, so I'm way over my time. But I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And I hope you enjoy your weekend and stay warm. And you won't hear from me until next Friday, but happy Thanksgiving. And I hope you enjoyed all your food. I know I will. And I'll definitely be recording a lot sooner than Thanksgiving. I will not be here recording on Thanksgiving. It's just not going to work out that way. But um, yes, enjoy your day, your weekend, the rest of your week and your Thanksgiving. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye, guys.